Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, everybody? Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio. I had a great time laughing uh, with all of you at the Reggie Watts uh, show the other week. We got another comedy show for you. We have actually two sets of tickets for you here in hour number two. Welcome back to Nuwana's Now ESPN Radio, all that good stuff. Uh, Carlos Mencia is coming to town. He'll be in Missoula on Friday night. So we got uh, two pairs of tickets for you to the Wilma. Carlos Mencia um, has been a longtime performer. I mean, he's done stand-up for years and years. He also had a network television show for a while. So if you want some tickets, call us right now. Call number 4-406-888-1029. You want to go to Carlos Mencia Friday night at the Wilma? Call right now, 406-888-1029. We got Final Four in Class AA football. So we decided to make our ESPN Roundtable high school football playoff-centric. Council Glacier hosts Bozeman Gallatin. Bozeman High hosts Helena Capital. So we'll go exactly in that order for the bracket and hear from all four head coaches. Our ESPN Roundtable probably presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Our ESPN Roundtable, and this week, a little prep football flavor. We're featuring all four head coaches from the AA high schools that are still alive in the Class AA playoffs. We're joined now by Grady Bennett, head coach of Kalispell Glacier. They're the number one seed out of the West. They took down Missoula Sentinel last week, 46-12. to and Now they host upstart Bozeman Gallatin on Friday night up there in the Flathead. Coach Bennett, thanks for joining us, man. How you doing? Good, Coach. How are you, man? Great, man. Thanks so much for being here. First of all, just tell me about your team. I mean, I know you guys had uh, the tough conference opener, but have been pretty dang good since then. It seems like you keep building momentum. So what, uh, what's what been the key to this? Uh, the, your winning ways here these last couple of weeks and months? Yeah, well, I think the main thing about our team is we have so much depth. I don't know that I've ever had a team that has this much depth. A lot of senior classes... You know, out of 25 guys, you have maybe, you know, 14 or 15 that you hope are really good football players and can contribute. But, man, almost every one of our seniors are, are players. I mean, guys that can really, really play. And so it just gives us, you know, you add some juniors in there as well. And we have two or three deep across the board on both sides of the ball. And we can just keep bringing guys in in waves. And so uh, the depth is great. Uh, again, never really had a team like that. And it just lends itself to a, a lot of things. I mean, obviously the productivity and the success, but also – I think we're really fresh. Like, I mean, I feel like we might be one of the healthier teams. We really don't have a lot of tread on the tires because of that all, we, uh, all year long, the way our, our season has gone. Well, health obviously always a key uh, this time of year, but it also seems like this is a, a Kalispell Glacier team that's on a mission. I mean, I know you guys had big expectations coming into this year, so what have you thought of just your guys' ability to sort of rise to those expectations? Yeah, well, you know, you mentioned that tough conference opening loss to Butte, you know, and, and obviously that was gut-wrenching. Maybe, you know, arguably one of the hardest losses I've ever experienced as a coach. Uh, going in up 21 into the fourth quarter and then he's just man falling apart but I think it was you know all I could say after the game to the guys was hey 
we just have to allow this to galvanize us, man. We have, we, it won't define us. We've got to make it refine us. And the guys really did that. I think they realized they weren't invincible. They had to play every single Friday night. They had to get better. And so as, as much as that loss stinks, I think it might end up being the best thing for this group of guys and, you know, really woke them up and got them focused that, man, the mission's going to be tough and it's going to take our best effort every Friday night all the way to the final, final gun goes off. Grady Bennett here on Nuanas Now. He's the head coach of Kalispell Glacier. They host Bozeman Gallatin Friday night for the Class AA semifinal, one of two semifinals. The other one, Bozeman versus Helena Capital. I know we've talked about your quarterback as well, but Jackson Presley's had a phenomenal year. So, I mean, what have you thought of just his efficiency, his decision-making, and the way he's operating your offense? Yeah, he's been phenomenal. He's been everything that we, you know, thought, everything that everybody said, you know, coming in as just such a gifted young man. But I think the thing for him that's been a huge a huge blessing for him is that he hasn't had to try to do anything more than just play, just do his job, right? We have so much talent around him that he, he hasn't felt the pressure of trying to make any plays that he shouldn't. He's been able to play within himself, you know, just simply do his job, do his part, and get the ball to his his talented teammates, and and so that's been good for him as a sophomore to just take that pressure off. Well, if you're a football fan in Montana, you're around the Flathead Valley this Friday. You should go watch this game because there's going to be some premier talent on display. Glacier with a handful of Division I caliber guys, but Bozeman Galton's got a bunch of guys too, including Quinn Clark who's going to the Big Ten. The Donkey Boys are also really, really explosive. So what do you think of this matchup, Coach? A lot of great athletes going to be on the field on both sides on Friday night. Well, you said it, Colton. We're, we're actually trying, first of all, to get the word out. You know, I haven't done the official research but there has not been very many Class AA football semifinal games played in the town of Kalispell. Yeah. I mean, this this will be our fifth time hosting, but, man, you go back to the 50s and 60s, and, I mean, it just it doesn't happen very often. And so, you know, our quarterfinal crowd last week was a little sparse, and I get it, but, man, I'm like, this is going to be a good football game, two really good football teams. And, you know, man, please, fans, come out and support your local. So that's number one. But then, like you said, yeah, man, Gallatin is – they really remind me a lot of us where they do have great depth. There's no weaknesses. Uh, really, you go side sideline to sideline, both offense and defense, and there's just no weak spots, man. They, they're talented at every position at every level, and uh, I, it's just going to be a great game. And one of those games where it's a battle and the team that plays the best, you know, is going to come out with the win. Great event at Kalispell Glacier here on Nuanas Now. It's our ESPN roundtable featuring the double-A coaches from the four semifinalists. Uh, are there key factors to this one, or is it just about rising to the occasion and, and just uh, performing well on Friday night? Yeah, I mean, you can go through the, the standard checklist of, you know, turnovers and penalties and those kinds of things, but but I think you said it. I mean, really, it's which team rises to the occasion and plays better, because it's going to be a great football game either way, but I think which team, you know, just really steps up on Friday night and plays its best football. I think both teams have gotten better. If you, as you watch film, you know, you can see improvements, and both teams are, you know, peaking at the right time, and so... Man, it's just going to be a lot of fun. I mean, it's why you sign up for it, right? It's why you do what you do to get to this level and and just play in what should be a fantastic uh, high school football game. Well, it's a great time of year, and uh, appreciate all you guys for making so much time for me, and the best of luck on Friday. Thanks, Coulter. Appreciate it. ESPN Roundtable, probably presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. ESPN Roundtable, Class AA semifinal style. We're hearing from all four head coaches who have teams still alive in the Class AA playoffs, and we're joined now by Hunter Chandler, the head coach of the Bozeman Gallatin Raptors. Uh, his team 
a resounding victory, 40-6 to six over Helena High last week. So, Coach, first of all, thanks for joining us. i just start there. I mean, uh, an unbelievable second half, particularly for your team. How are you guys able to pull away in the second half against Helena High? Yeah, you know, appreciate appreciate you having me on. Um, you know, I think um, going into that second half, you know, it was, still, it was a tight ball game in the first half. You know, Helena High is a good team. Um, you know, we knew that going in. But I think, uh, you know, getting our running game going, I think that kind of wore on them a little bit in the second half. And then, you know, obviously getting a couple turnovers, um, you know, it was really big to, to uh, you know, kind of bust that game open. Um, so that defense forced a couple turnovers. Um, our offense, you know, I think they ran the ball well the whole game. But I, I really think in that second half, um, you know, we're able to bust a couple uh, big runs out and then, um, you know, didn't pass a ton. But when we did pass, it was for explosive. So, um, you know, and, and uh, that gave us the ability to just kind of, build on that lead and then uh, you know play a little more coverage to one defense and just try to keep the ball in front of us. One thing that uh, at least three out of the four teams left in the playoffs right now have in common is how well they've played since uh, their, uh, since a loss, right? And you guys only have the one loss about midway through the year to Bozeman High. So what have you thought of just the way your team's responded from that? And, uh, I mean, how, how well, I mean, what would have been the keys to how well you guys have played down the stretch? Yeah, you know, and I think um, going back to that game with Bozeman, you know, we knew that that was going to be a big game and a really big test. And, uh, you know, it didn't come out in our favor, but, you know, we were really happy with the way our kids competed. Um, and then we knew, too, you know, I think if you win that game, you know, it's a little bit difficult because you want to make sure your team, you know, doesn't think they won the Super Bowl. And then um, if you lose, you, know, you don't want your team to think the, the season's over with and everything's down, you know, and that you can't recover. So um, I think our, our team, since that loss, you know, they've done a really good job of responding to that. I think they were definitely motivated by it. Um, you know, we have so many seniors on our team, too, that have kind of been through been through some battles. So, um, you know, we've kind of leaned on, on them, and I think they've done a really good job of, of keeping our team focused on the task at hand, really trying to take every day for what it's worth and, um, you know, take care of practice, take care of lifting, take care of film, and then, you know, the game will kind of take care of itself. So I think we've really done a good job of focusing on it on every single day, and, uh, you know, those seniors on our team, are, our senior leadership's really good. They've done a good job of, of keeping us, you know, headed in that direction of just getting better every day. Well, that's another cool part about this is as all four teams have 20-plus seniors on their rosters as well, and so everybody's sort of gunning for that, uh, that last championship but also enjoying the last ride. So, I mean, what have you thought of your team's ability to do that? I mean, chase big goals but also sort of soak in the moment. Yeah, you know, that's always uh, a difficult thing to do of, you know, trying to, you know, like celebrate the victories. But, you know, even like for us, you know, we – uh you know, got down with that win, and we were the we were the first game. Um, you know, so we we're the first team that won, and you know, right. we're excited about that. But instantly, our mind starts going to, you know, Glacier Sentinel. You know, who's going to win that game, and then kind of kind of caring towards that. So um, that's always a difficult thing to do. I don't know if I'm very good at that. Um, you know, I think it's it's nice to look back after the season on on things, but uh, yeah, you know, we have you know we have high high expectations and high goals and high hopes for our season. So. Um, yeah, you know, we're really excited to be one of the four teams left. And, um, you know, we have a great opportunity on Friday against a really good team um, in Glacier, obviously. Well, let's, let's talk about that. Then Hunter Chandler joining us here on the ESPN Roundtable. He's the head coach of Bozeman Gallatin as we go all the way around the Class AA uh, semifinals. 
Uh, Glacier's been rolling. Uh, they, they got knocked off early, and uh, but they've been unbeatable since. So um, a lot of talent. Uh, I know a high-flying offense. So um, where do you go about starting to slow down the Wolfpack? Yeah, you know, I think, uh, you know, obviously watching a lot of film on them, they're, you know, obviously just super talented. You know, they have a lot of college football players on their team, a lot of kids that have already committed to, to D1 schools and um, some other kids that have a lot of frontier offers as well. So, yeah, you know, they're, they're on a team. They don't have any kid on either side of the ball or even honestly special teams that, that they're playing that's not, uh, you know, not talented. And, and uh, you know, they have some size as well. And then, uh, you know, they got a quarterback back there that can, they can spin the ball. Um, so, yeah, you know, we're going to have our hands full on Friday. But, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of, of talent on our, on our team as well and a lot of kids that have played a lot of varsity football. So, um, you know, we're excited excited on, you know, to kind of test ourselves against the best and um, see where we stack up. But we feel, you know, we feel good about it. We're excited about the opportunity. Unbelievable amount of talent going to be on the field up there at uh, Legend Stadium at Kalispell. Should be super fun and a uh, great opportunity for people in the Kalispell community to come out. So if you're up there in the flathead, go watch these guys because this is going to be really fun with Bozeman Gallatin in town to take on the Wolfpack. Hunter Chandler, the head coach of the uh, Raptors uh, on Nuanas now here. Coach, last thing then, what are, you, what are the key factors for you guys on Friday night? Yeah, you know, I think just any, you know, any game, but especially uh, a playoff game where, you know, I think the weather looks good, but it's still going to be, um, you know, around mid-30s to low-30s during the game. So um, I feel like at this time of the year, you know, if you can run the ball and stop the run and um, take care of the ball and not give up explosives, you know, you're going to put yourself in a pretty good position. So, um, you know, that's that'll be big, I think, for both teams. There you go, Hunter Chandler here on Nuanas Now. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Best of luck on Friday. Thank you so much for covering SYU for high school sports here in Montana. Thanks, Colter. So many dudes in that game, man. That's going to be a sweet game. Bozeman Gallatin has a ton of talent. Glacier has an, uh, a peerless amount of talent. So that uh, should be a fun one. If you're in around the area, go check that one out at Legend Stadium. That's going to be a, an awesome contest. Uh, Glacier, the top seed out of the West. And go- Bozeman Gallatin, the second seed out of the East. It's our ESPN Roundtable Class AA playoff style. Just heard from Grady Bennett and Hunter Chandler. That's one matchup. How about the other matchup? Levi Weshi's squad. The Bozeman Hawks host Kyle Mahelish's squad. The Helena Capital Bruins. This is a rematch of last year's state championship game. The ESPN Roundtable probably presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls has breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They're open seven days a week, 7 a.m. till midnight. Great place to gather with family and friends alike. Check them out there on Brook Street, 3621 Brooks, to be specific. Paradise Falls, Missoula's coolest hotspot. Our ESPN Roundtable rolls on. A lot of times we're doing broad stories or old-time players, but this week on the ESPN Roundtable, we're talking all things Class AA football. The semifinals are upon us. We're joined now by Levi Weshies, the head coach of the Bozeman Hawks. They're the last undefeated team left in Class AA, but I don't even know if that matters anymore because there's only four teams left. Coach, congratulations on the great season so far. How are you doing? Uh, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Well, first of all, uh, let's talk about last week. Uh, you guys uh, got by Butte pretty good, 31-7 over the Bulldogs. Uh, what, I mean, what was it like playing sort of a pseudo-rival in the, the quarterfinals of the playoffs? Well, it's challenging. You know, anytime you play a team, especially twice in a year, um, that second game is always difficult because especially if you win it, I feel like you don't, you don't really know what you're going to improve on necessarily as much or what they're going to do to counteract what went well the first time. So, um, 
having two weeks is tough. Trying to keep the kids focused for two weeks is tough. I think our kids were really chomping at the bit to get out there and play. And I thought they did a good job of answering everything and playing very physical. The uh, I mean, just the fact that you're rolling, you're rolling, and then you have to take a week off. I mean, a lot of times a bye is welcome because you can get healthy, but also maybe I don't know. This reps kind of just the routine of everything. So, I mean, how do you think your kids handled the bye? I thought they handled it really well, um, you know, and we try to alter our practice, try to make it a little bit more fun. We do like a, a senior barbecue during that time and, um, you know, just try and keep them together. But like you said, use it to get healthy, um, but find a way to keep our rhythm. And I think we accomplished that, so I'm pretty happy. Ozone I host Helena Capital on Friday, rematch of the state championship game from a year ago. So, um, I mean, I know Coach last coming into this year, coming out of last year, uh, a lot of motivation after falling in the state championship game. So, how do you think your team and your and your players have handled that? Uh, good. I think you know they're they're motivated. They got they have really high goals. They have you know really high expectations for themselves. So, um, you know they're, they're pushing themselves really hard. Their preparation's been great. Um, you know, they approach practice in a very high-energy manner. They're trying to, you know, perfect their craft. And it's really been fun this year just to work with such a driven group. So I'm I'm really pleased with them, and I think they're having a lot of fun playing football right now. Well, we've talked several times throughout the year, and you mentioned just sort of that drive, that focus, uh, the high standard, all that. What, what else about this team stands out? I mean, what else has gotten you guys to this point? You know, I think we're really lucky. We got, you know, our scout units, our, our, our two group has really pushed us in practice. And I think going against a group that gives you such a good look every single day, I think really helps you sharpen sharpen yourself and, and, and be ready on game day. So maybe you're not lagging behind for that first series or two. So, um, yeah, I think our, I think our scout teams have done a great job of, of giving us a great look every single day and, and owning their role and, and, and trying to, to contribute to the team in whatever way they can. Levi West, head coach of Bozeman High here on Nuana's Now ESPN Radio. It's our ESPN Roundtable. Bozeman hosts Helena Capital Friday night in uh, Bozeman at Van Winkle Stadium. I was talking about the opponent then. I mean, uh, what do you think of the Bruins coming to town? Boy, they're, they're, they're big. They're physical. You know, their overall team speed is very impressive. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're capital high. Uh, you know, they have a standard too, and they have a way that they want to play football and compete. And, um, you know, they're a championship caliber program with a championship caliber team right now. So, um, you know, they're, they're very consistent and, and what they do and so well coached, you know, I just have a lot of respect for that program and everything that coach Mahalish does with his kids. So, uh, yeah, large challenge. They're a good looking team. Well, Ed, I mean, that's been one of the storylines of the year in Class AA is is uh, both these programs just having such great years after having great years last year. But that's such a challenging thing to do. What have you thought of their side doing that, though? I mean, because they lost a lot of great talent from last year, but to here they are in the Final Four again. You yeah, know, I would, I would come back to what I said earlier about our scout players. You know, I think um, iron sharpens iron, and all year long they went against those seniors last year learning the ropes, understand what was expected of them, probably giving them scout looks all year long. But when you're playing against a group like what Capital had last year, you, you have to get better. You know what I mean? And I think that's carried over to the year. And then again, it just comes back to, I think they have a very high standard. You know, they got probably the best offensive line coach in the state. Um, and I'm talking at any level, college or, or, or high school and Coach Hogan. And then, um, 
you know, just extremely well coached in every aspect. So, uh, yeah, they got a lot of advantages. Um, but, you know, I think the biggest one for those kids is probably the fact that, you know, they went against a great group of guys the year before and helped prepare them for this year. Well, when it comes to your side of things, then, I mean, what do you think are your guys' big advantages? What are your keys on Friday night? Uh, we got to take care of the football. Um, we got to be able to run it when we need to. Um, we got to find a way to manufacture explosives. Capital's great at limiting explosive plays and, and, and making you take it, you know, 10 and 13 plays for, for scores. Um, anytime we're in the red zone, we've got to have points. And then we have to limit, we got to try and limit their ground game as much as we can and um, force them, force hopefully a couple three and outs here or there and, and, and force a couple turnovers. So, um, you know, the one thing that I think we struggled with last week was, was penalties. That's something we got to get under control. Um, but as long as we can force a couple turnovers, not turn the ball over ourselves, and, and find a way to run the ball and stop the run, I think we'll be okay. If I wish you Bozeman High, they host Helena Capital on Friday night. It's part of our ESPN roundtable featuring all four head coaches from around the Class AA semifinalists. Coach, appreciate the time, man. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I appreciate you. ESPN Roundtable presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. ESPN Roundtable featuring all of the AA high school football coaches from around the state that are still remaining playing. There's four of them. We'll join now by Helena Capital head coach Kyle Mahelish. Second week in a row, we've been joined by Coach Mahelish. Uh, Coach, I know we previewed your game pretty heavily against Billings West this last week, but you guys, uh, a great effort and a 28-10 win. So uh, what were the keys to victory? What did you like about the way your team played? I thought we just came out and played. You know, we played loose and relaxed. Uh, You know, there certainly was a higher level of intensity. Uh, our, our team has grown up so much in, in the course of these, you know, these ten games. Uh, it's been a bumpy road at times, but you know, the, we're probably playing our best football right now. Uh, you know, we we limited the turnover game. Uh, we were able to move the ball. We were able to run the ball. I think we had, I want to say, we had 65 plays offensively for about 501 yards. So I was happy with that. I mean, we, we rushed for, you know, we threw for over a couple hundred and then, you know, about 250 or whatever it may be, 258 against a very good West football team. Coaches always, and players too, I mean, you want to be playing your best football this time of year, but it's uh, sometimes easier said than done. But you guys are absolutely doing that. So what are the factors that have gone into uh, just how well you guys have played down the stretch and into the playoffs here? You know, we've taken care of the ball. We've been able to run the football. Um, you know, that midseason beatdown that Glacier gave us was probably the best thing for us. That's the first time in the history of my career. And at halftime, you know, it was 56-0. We had 11 possessions, 8 turnovers. And that's the first time I ever went into a locker room, and I, I got the coaches together and said, "Hey, we're going to take all, we're going to take this together," and went in and said, "Hey, this one's over, um, and we need to figure out a way how we're going to salvage our season. We need to go out there and compete." And then after the game, we broke it down into a three-game season. We're going to take it one day at a time, one game at a time, and if we take care of business, we can get a first-round bye. And I think they saw that, and we talked about it that that night and early that Monday and then we put it to bed and said game one starts today so we broke it down and the kids uh, bought in and here we are well, it's awesome. Uh, it's uh, it's cool to see just the way that uh, young people can bounce back. Because I always say, I mean, that's one of the keys to a football season every year. Because I mean, chances of going undefeated. I know you guys did it last year, but chances of going undefeated are, are pretty slim. So oftentimes, it is just how you bounce back from your losses, right? No, it is. It's to their character and the coach's character. Um, yeah, it's we bought into what we believed, and we, you know, 
here at Capitol High School, and we don't have the luxury to have a down season. And uh, that's the expectation around here, and the kids know that. Uh, but yeah, the perseverance that they showed, I'm proud of the guys for that. I mean, it was uh, we could have we could have put we could have folded our tents and said, you know what, we're done. But uh, they rallied up and they bought in, and the camaraderie was there, and they they're a good group of guys. They get along, and I'm happy for them. Tom Hellish, on the Capitol head coach here on Nuwana's Now it's our ESPN Roundtable featuring all four of the Double A coaches that are left in the playoffs. Helena Capital plays at Bozeman on Friday night. Uh, Coach, what do you think of the challenge then on Friday? I mean, this is a, a, a relatively familiar opponent, being that you played him in the state championship last year. So uh, how do these Hawks look, and uh, what do you think of just the uh, the challenge on Friday? Yeah, we played him twice last year, so we're pretty familiar with them. We played him non-conference and obviously in the state title game. Uh, Coach Weshie does a great job, he and his staff. You know, they, they kind of they remind me a lot of us. We're not flashy. We're not trying to trick you. Good on fundamentals. Alignment, assignment, responsibility. Uh, they certainly do have some talent. They get a lot of those guys back from last year. The Lincioni, the, uh, the Harrison, um, Casa Grande. I mean, you could go on and on. You know, their nose tackle and centers going to the Cats along with uh, Lincioni. So they're not short of talent. They are a good football team. They're big up front. They're physical. Defensively, they, they, they're not flashy. They don't do a lot of blitzing schemes. They play sound football, and they run, to, they, they run to the football very well. So there's a tall task at hand. But like I told the guys last night after practice, hey, we were picked 10, 11, 12. Everybody had us counted out. We just stuck to our plan and stuck to our goals. Uh, we don't have anything to lose Friday. I mean, we're going to go in there, and we're just going to play. Well, it's awesome. Should be a great game there at Van Winkle Stadium. Helena Capital at Bozeman High, a rematch of last year's AA state title game with a bid to the state title game on the line. Cal Mahelish from Helena Capital joining us here on Nuwana's Now. Coach, appreciate the time, as always, and best of luck on Friday. All right, thanks, Coulter. Appreciate having us on. ESPN Roundtable proudly presented by Paradise Falls of Missoula. Paradise Falls proud to sponsor high school sports around the state of Montana. Also happened to be our presenting sponsor of our uh, long-form conversation each week here on Nuwana's Now. ESPN Radio, sometimes it's about historical things. Sometimes it's about old athletes. Where are they now? Sometimes it's about pertinent uh, contemporary topics. Sometimes it's about college sports. Sometimes it's about high school sports. But it's always one of our favorite things each week. Appreciate all four of those high school football coaches for uh, sneaking us in. We'll keep rolling on the coaches. We'll hear from Brent Vegan and Bobby Houck. Our first looks at Portland State and Eastern Washington, respectively, right after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart, 
and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a, a, a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultylaw.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. You are now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Appreciate you for being here with us on this Wednesday. I'm feeling better. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I I tried to uh, I tried to just drown myself in in echinacea and uh, zinc and vitamin C, and uh, it worked pretty well. It's nasty cold going around though, so uh, yeah, that's kind of what happens this time of year, especially in Missoula. I know that seems dramatic, but it actually I do think you do get more sick in Missoula than other places. It's inverted, you know. There's an inversion here in the valley, and. Uh, also, we're so communal, you know, we're all we're all going out and mixing and mingling and all that sort of stuff. And uh, not that you're not doing that in other places, but there's just a lot of stuff going on in Missoula a lot of, uh, a lot of the time. And so, you know, you're, you're out and about in the public. And uh, so hopefully you guys don't get sick. Or maybe you already did. Maybe I'm just late to the party. Time for our first looks. It's part of our Brawl of the Wild by the Mile presented by Town Pump. Town Pump's been keeping us fueled up all season long. Got one more regular season road trip to make. I'm headed over to Bozeman this weekend. Thought about doing the Portland thing. Uh, a lot of times it just comes down to logistics. One of my best friends lives in Portland, but he said, hey, man, you're always welcome to my house except for this weekend because we're in the middle of a remodel and my wife kill- will kill me if <laughs> we have guests. So I uh, totally get it. That's, uh, that's how it rolls. All good. Uh, but that should be a good one out there in Portland. But we'll start with the one that's here in Montana, and then we'll get into the one uh, out in Portland just because I do think that the Familial ties on both sides are so interesting with Robbie Houck coaching at Portland State. Uh, of course, the son of Ro- uh, Bobby Houck and then uh, Cooper Barnum playing for Montana. Of course, the son of Bruce Barnum. The Eastern Washington side of things, though, Eastern is such a uh, weird team to me because they are, they're they're just fine. But for so long, they were so good. And it's, it's just interesting why that is the case. Like, there, there's... They don't have like any defined weakness. They're just sort of okay across the board. Like Kikos Vesperis, the quarterback's he's good. But for what they had forever, they had the best quarterback in the league for like 20 years in a row. So that's a departure. Their running backs are good. They have several guys that are pretty above average big sky running backs. But they're not Tyron Jones and Quincy Forte and you know guys that were like the best in the league. Efton Chisholm's a good receiver. He is. He's probably one of the top, I don't know, six or eight guys in the league. They used to have, like, th- the top three guys in the whole conference used to be at Eastern. So, uh, you know, and, and that's not to even mention the fact that forever and ever they've had at least one, like, borderline to surefire NFL offensive lineman. They've always had one or two defensive guys that are going to play professional football, whether that's in the NFL or the CFL. They've had talent in spades, and, and that's a huge starting point. 
That said, they are the last obstacle standing between the collision course that Montana and Montana State are on on the Bobcat side of things. Here's Brett Vegan, a couple thoughts about Eastern Washington. Yeah, I think another really dangerous team, Eastern Washington, uh, is coming here, coming off a big victory where they scored a lot of points in that first half, uh, in particular against Cal Poly. You know, they've been a team that's been able to uh, kind of score with everybody they've played, um, you know, and they've, uh, I, I'm sure, gave everybody fits as far as just, you know, their, their, their ability to compete with them. Um, you know, again, like Eastern Washington typically is, they got an explosive offense, um, you know, good quarterback play, uh, good running backs, good receivers. Um, you know, they're, they're averaging about 33 points a game. And, uh, you know, that certainly stands out. And def- defensively, you know, they certainly, uh, they've certainly pl- played well at times. They play, they start eight seniors. I think that's the one thing that you look at right away. A lot of experience on that side of the ball. Um, you know, they, they can get after the passer at times. They can, they can pressure. They probably pressure a little bit more than I, th- I seem to remember from the last couple of years. And, you know, we're going to have to be, be on top of that. So pleased with the win. Um, you know, another big week ahead of us. Uh, one more uh, regular season home game here. We'll get a chance to honor our seniors. Um, and I always look forward to that opportunity because they mean so much to this program. And, um, you know, we got to put our best foot forward to get another win. Um, you mentioned Eastern's offense. Their their quarterback and leading the conference in passing yards. They sort of used to depend on them. Well, uh, you, you, the thing you look at first is numbers wise, the high high uh, completion percentage, um, just about sixty six percent, has been able to to spread the ball around. You know, uh, Chisholm obviously has a lot of receptions, um, sixty seven, I believe. Um, a lot of those are screening zone. I think they would see that as an extension of their run game. Uh, he's really good up to catch, but then the other two starters have, uh, I think, combined about sixty catches. So they're able to spread it around. Uh, he's he's mobile enough to to extend plays and make plays with plays with his feet. They've also run out a couple other guys, thirteen and fifteen out there, and those guys both have over two hundred yards rushing. So you know, I, I think they've had pretty steady quarterback play you know, through this year. And um, I'm sure as a younger player, he's continued to gain confidence as the season got along. The quarterback, he can get out a little bit more on the edge than the guy last year. I mean, how much does that impact what they do offensively? Oh, quite a bit. I think, you know, there, it appears that there's a comfortability for him on the run throwing, you know, whether that's a, a design um, play action or a dash pass or a sprint out uh, more than the unscripted, you know, uh, and, and quarterbacks either – tend to gravitate towards throwing on the on the run or or not. He certainly seems like one that does. So, you know, keep him in, keeping him in the pocket so those uh, um, unscripted ones don't happen and then trying to get as much pressure on him when it is a, you know, a, a designed out-of-pocket type of uh, rollout to play. That we, we, have to, we have to be able to do that. And, you know, it's, uh, it goes beyond saying that we've got to cover and, and make it uh, difficult for him to find the open guy. Defensively, it looks pretty similar. I know they're pretty good on the back end. Is it schematically any different than the last matchup with them? I just think they're 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 playing more aggressive brand, you know. And I, I that's uh, seven games from last year plus you know all the games this year. You know, we're, we're quite a ways removed um, from that game. Um, so they, I, you know, and I think that starts with their ability to cover on the back end. The more more comfortable you are with your guys covering in, in tight situations and man to man situations, the more more apt you are to want to say, okay, we can bring a fifth guy, we can bring a sixth guy. Um, so that's that's probably the thing that I. It's not like their their overall scheme is um, is much different. I think it's just how it's playing out on Saturdays is a more aggressive form.
Brett Vegan, part of our first look, Brawl of the Wild by the Mile, presented by Town Pump. Town Pumps are everywhere. They have all sorts of ways to keep you fueled up, both with the gasoline, but also with all their awesome snacks and a variety of other things you can pick up at their awesome convenience stores all across the state of Montana. Let's take a look at Portland State. Second leading rushing offense in the conference. They get it done by committee, but they have several really talented guys. I'm so interested to see if Quincy Craig is back. He is, you know, if if, uh, if Eli Gilman wasn't at Montana and Scott Trey Humphrey wasn't at Montana State, Quincy Craig would be no question the most talented freshman running back in the league. He's still one of the most productive freshmen in the league. He's been in and out of the lineup, though. Um, the Mallory kid, though, has been great as well. Andrew Van Buren is a Boise State transfer. He's another one of their big backs, so they can definitely get it done all across the board, a bunch of different ball carriers. And Dante Sachere, the quarterback, is certainly one of the most skilled and athletic quarterbacks in the big sketch. So that's where it starts for Portland State. There's another interesting fault, though. The all-time leading tackler in the history of the Big Sky Conference, a three-time All-American and four-time All-Big Sky safety for the Grizz. You probably know his name, Robbie Houck. He's a coach there at Portland State. His father happens to be the head coach of Montana. Here is that man, Bobby Houck. I know you've praised the way that this team has showed up and wanted to prepare uh, each and every single week, and you kind of you know touched on it there a little bit. But a lot of people on the outside might call this sort of a you know a trap game with the one that's next and the one that you just had. So what's kind of the the mentality going into this week? Well, we like I said, we have a, a choice to make about continuing to improve and and. Uh, take care of our business and I mean that's kind of what we try to emphasize around here on a weekly basis and hopefully we will. When it comes to Portland State's run game, anything unique or different that they do to get their guys the ball in space? Well, I, you know, they're persistent with it, first of all. Um, I think they do a great job with formations and such. Uh, you know, the head coach is an old, old line guy. He has a great understanding of, of uh, uh what he wants and how to manipulate the defense. I think they spend a lot of time on that. The offensive coordinator, A.C. Patterson, um, is an old O-line guy. So, I mean, it's no mystery that they find good ways to run it. They just, I mean, they have some some fundamental plays they like to hang their hat on, but then they've got a lot of diversity within the quarterback run game. So, um, you know, they're, they're a broad-based rushing attack that's hard to stop. That's what nobody's stopping them. You know, they've had some games where it's – I mean, they've had some weeks where it's better than others. But, I mean, they, they've got – you look at some of the things statistically and the points and yards at halftime are just remarkable. So, uh, we got our hands full. Looks like they have multiple ball carriers too, not just the quarterback, but maybe three or even four guys that get the ball out of the backfield. How challenging is, is that to prepare for well, it's it's really, you know, they're going to have a guy in the running back spot, and they're going to have a guy in the quarterback spot, and then they're going to play multiple personnel groups around him, right? So it's not so much who that guy is, other than the fact that the guys they've got at those positions are really talented. And then, again, they do a great job with formations, personnel groups, um, the balance in, in multiple looks, multiple personnel groups is really difficult. And uh, fathers and sons on both sides of the side. Yeah, how about that? Isn't that unique? <laughs> right. So, I mean, what do you think it's going to be like being on the opposite sideline as, as your son? Well, I mean, you know, he's gone from player to 
coach, he's a professional now. He's going to be trying his darndest to beat us, that's for sure. And and Barney doesn't want Cooper at home at Christmas talking smack to him either. So those guys, they're going to want to win. Uh, but, you know, they, they've got a pretty good window into what we do, and they got smart guys that can interpret that. So um, I would say that's advantage Portland State. I'm still stuck on this. No one is now ESPN Radio. It's our first look. Presented by Town Pump. Now, uh, <laughs> both sides are playing the gamesmanship here, right? Coach Barnum said earlier on in the show, he said, I can't even get my son to say, you know, boo if he's got a mouthful. And uh, Bobby Houck's sitting there saying, well, you know, Robbie wants to beat us more than anybody. So that's certainly advantage Portland State. Where are we at with this? There's certainly, uh, you know, here's the thing. As the, the most, Barnum has so many good lines when he talks, and a lot of times the best ones you miss. But his best line when he led the show here today was, I ain't trying to pull no Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> he's saying he's not trying to, he's not trying to get the inside secrets. I don't think either of these guys are, but there's just a certain feel you get on either side, right? Like there's just no question that Bobby Houck and Robbie Houck have talked to each other on the phone during this football season. Of course, it's Robbie's first time coaching. It's his first time not with his dad in a football sense for a handful of years. Same thing. Of course, of course Coach Barnum's calling in and saying, Cooper, how's it going? You know, he said he's watching the film when he's playing on special teams and stuff. How can you not? So you got a little bit more of a vibe. And then you heard Bobby Houck talk there. He, he was more revelatory about what – Portland State does in terms of the ins and outs than he has been all season. So I think that there's a comfortability there. Is there an advantage one side or the other? I'm not sure there. I'm not sure there is. Is it just I, a wash? No, I, you know, I think if there was an advantage, Robbie Houck would be in better position to, right. to, to give an advantage, right? Like, right, because he can say, hey, here's what the Grizz do because I played in this defense for four straight years. I mean, he knows that defense better than anyway. I know they have a new defensive coordinator this year or whatever. Sure. Uh, he knows that defense better than just about anybody alive. Um, I think it's more... I think it's more of a, a nice pregame story, right, than anything sure. that's going to show up on the field. I'm so interested to know... Like, deep down, the coaches want to beat each other. There's no question about that. And I don't know. I I, I think that the Barnum kid, certainly, he's on the team that's got much more to play for. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Like, Robbie Houck is a competitive son of a gun, man. So he definitely wants to win at all times. But also, it would have to just be so weird for him to be going against. That's the difference here, right? It's, it's his alma mater. And he was on this team recently. I, well, I don't know. He was just competing for them is the thing, right? Like, right, Cooper like he's, Barnum he's, doesn't have that with Portland State. Right, like, Cooper Barnum was not in the same locker room as all the guys at Portland State, whereas yeah. Robbie Houck was, like, doing practice drills with Trajan Cotton for the whole time, you know, like, for the last several years. So, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a it's certainly an interesting fold. And I don't know, I don't know if it'll play an advantage or not. Uh, coming into this game. No, it's now ESPN Radio. It's our first look presented by Town Pump. Brawl of the Wild by the Mile. Back for another season. Town Pump also proud to sponsor the Brawl of the Wild Trophy, the all-sports competition between Montana and Montana State. I don't know what we're talking about next. I'm sure we'll think of something. Keep it right here. No, it's now ESPN Radio.
93.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Well, I just got the news alert on my phone that Ron Washington, who's former manager of the Texas Rangers and now um, has lately been a base coach for the Atlanta Braves, that he is on his way to the Los Angeles Angels. Well, then that led me to look up a couple other things, and I heard a couple other rumors on the radio. And they're saying Shohei Otani might go to the Dodgers. Come on, man. This is so silly. Duanis now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. If you missed anything in today's show, you can always find it on the Duanis Now podcast, proudly presented by uh, Blackfoot Communications. To see how Blackfoot can help you and your small business, visit goblackfoot.com, the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore. Visit msubookstore.org. All right, I, I totally understand why Otani's going to leave the Angels. I get that. It would be the least compelling of any story that there possibly was for him to go to the Dodgers. It would, it would be even more co- less. It would be labor than if he went to the Yankees, and that's that's as lame as it gets. Well, here's the problem, Coulter. Shohei Otani doesn't really care about how compelling a story it is. <laughs> and when so it comes to what Shohei Otani wants, yeah. uh, the Dodgers check off a lot of boxes, right? There's a lot of whisperings that he still wants to be on the East Coast. Of course, he's already built a life in the, Los- the West Coast. The West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, he's already built a life in the Los Angeles area. Yeah. He wants to be on a team that contends for championships. He's said this point blank after not ever being in the playoffs with the Angels. Uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers are probably one of the two or three organizations in Major League Baseball that are just likely to be contending for championships every year. It's them, the Braves, maybe still the Astros. Probably the Astros, yeah. But but they're up there. Okay, but what if you went to Seattle and put them over the top? That's what I want. Here's the thing. I know the Seattle Mariners are like the, the, the team that's just this repeating story of like teasing you that they might be okay and then good and then they fall apart and that... But they're close, man. They are. And people could say, oh, Seattle's an outpost. A Japanese superstar. I mean, Ichiro Suzuki was the biggest baseball star in the world in Seattle that for That never a hurt decade. Ichiro. It never hurt Ken Griffey Jr. No. It hasn't hurt Julio Rodriguez. That's right. And the thing is, he could DH in the American League. We got to go, but I th- I hope he goes to Seattle. Gosh, that would be sweet if he went to Seattle. So, Duas Dalia has been ready to be back at it tomorrow at 4 p.m. We'll see you then. Thanks so much for listening. Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. That's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now <laughs> for the <laughs> University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just want to make sure – 
Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.